How's it going, everyone? Good day, mates. Just got to make sure we're live. I think we are live. Um, hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. And this one today, as always, um, me and Laura wanted to dive into. We have a few, obviously, observing our thoughts we've already got. And it's a couple of topics that like you want to talk about the topic of splitting of humanity. And um, we also want to speak about uh, that in relationship to the feminine and the masculine. We also have a few other questions. We can see a few questions already coming in. Like Harry's put a question in the comment comments already, which is a cool one. We've already read it. Um, so we'll have some fun and we'll dive in. We'll see where this one goes, you know, see what we can get up to because uh, these things always go all over the place, as you know. And uh, it's always interesting to um, to dive deep down the rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the splitting of humanity, um, it's very interesting because... I know in a recent podcast I spoke about this of like how the current transition that I'm in where I can kind of like I'm in currently like in in the matrix to some degree but then can kind of kind of feel the the tentacles of like feel the parameters of like moving into going off grid and stuff so I feel like especially with Laura as well like we're in this in-between period where we kind of I feel like we get this really interesting window to 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 like see the 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 kind of the deeper roots of how how humanity operates and then also having the understanding of like like metaphysically and psychologically of where we could be going in the future that we can feel and um for me i think it's interesting because like um I, w- I would love to speak today like me and laura dive into like in regards to that speak about like the spiritual and the physical and the the metaphysical like parameters of of like what's going on with the split currently right now on the planet because i think we can all like see it we can all feel it that like something is like like emerging on the planet you know like or blossom and whatever word you or language you want to put on it but um how do you see that that dynamic playing out now because it seems like there is like a, a, a like a tussle happening between like met- metaphysically physically and physically too but like from a physical perspective how do you see that unfolding on a physical level i see it unfolding as people kind of either choosing the metaverse or choosing like living more in harmony with themselves and nature and in the seasons and being living more holistically with the land whereas this other set of people will be choosing this sort of technological sub-reality kind of just getting further and further away from their source and getting further and further away from themselves and I think what it boils down to is like I can see Harry put a, a comment in saying like um is it choosing into like choosing your intuition over external resources or choosing external resources over your intuition and i feel like that camp of people that is going to be moving towards like the metaverse and getting more attached to technology with the what's is it called the neural link with elon musk yeah with kind of becoming like you know part ai cybots yeah that's i think that's going to be the Party camp bots. that that's the camp <laughs> that chooses to listen to external resources more than their own intuition and the other side obviously is listening to their intuition more and and noticing that their body feels more calm and peaceful when they're in nature and they're taking that message and they're going to be moving into that camp of living more self-sufficiently yeah definitely yeah there's there's loads of ways like there's loads of angles to dive into with this for sure i mean um, but just from like a like a physical perspective like i think we can see that like the the collective trend of what's happening in the world you know we can see it if you like go down to the like the foundations of society right now we can see like the prices of things going up uh, we can see that where the true value is you know like the things that are going up in value are, are land or like true resources energy and um, so we can like food nutrition so we can see the trend like the collective trend of what's happening in humanity right now and where it's going to continue to keep going in the future 
So I think what I think what we are going to see, I think we are going to see like a from a, like a psychological perspective, I think there's going to be kind of a, um, an energy in it, like because you've got to remember as humanity is like it's humanity's destiny to, to to find balance and find harmony within any living situation. I think any species on any any in any solar system, any planet, that's the the fundamental reason into humanity. Eventually, we find the synthesis with our with our environment. But as you know, like there is like a lot of the word I'm going to use and like from a metaphysical perspective, there is a lot of like kind of like fallen people. And there's also a lot of fallen demonic energies that that kind of reside within the human realm. And, and obviously they're dependent on the earth realm being at a certain frequency, you know, and from a physical perspective, you know, they want to control that to some degree, you know, they want to nudge the reality in a certain way. But also besides that, you know, like even just taking, taking ourselves a little bit step further to like to the level of humanity, there's a lot of people who like, who, you know, who want to try and, steer the steer the ship of earth in a certain way you know they want to sh- sh- uh, steer humanity in a certain way you know the, we, they know that the uh, the evolutionary perspective is, is is for us to like i said to come more in harmony with nature but on that in in that trajectory you know there's going to be like especially with the media we've seen it unfold from many different levels like a psychological warfare you know trying to harvest your energy in a certain direction you know i think that's what we, we see like on a collective level between the feminine and the masculine you know how the this divide between the feminine and masculine plays out where you get the you get the masculine energy kind of like distracted in one way and you get the feminine energies distracted in another way and not focus on the real solutions you know try and buy the time in terms of like where the real solutions and the real where the real energy needs to go to but I think um, I think I've seen this with like uh, for example Elon, the current situation with Elon Musk right now. There's kind of a lot of um, like emphasis by this by the media putting Elon Musk as like you know he's the savior. He's gonna he's gonna um, prevent freedom of speech you know by taking over Twitter. But I feel like as a psychological move like throughout history, if you analyze like human psychology, what happens is that human beings always like a good good guy and a bad guy. And what happens with, I think with Elon Musk just is he using him as an example. There'll, there'll be many more in the future. But the media likes to latch onto a, on a, on a certain like figure and say that like he's going to be the guy who comes along, like put your faith in him. While at the same time, his his he's actually pushing like an inverted agenda, you know, like for you to get the only way you can use social media or something is to have a chip in your head or to be to be um to have the neural link connected to you at all times or something, you know, or you um like connected to cryptocurrency in some way where when you're walking around or driving in your car it's making cryptocurrency for for a company or something like that you know it goes super deep but i think we have to be really be aware of like of the of kind of like this this tipping point of where our energies are are being kind of subdued and manipulated into these kind of false um what's the word i'm looking for like false false right. false areas of hope you know when truly like we we know what the foundations are you know like you you get back to basics you know you build community you work with local people um and you like take your sovereignty back yourself you know definitely and i think that that just <clears throat> sums up like what um harry says in his first question it's the i feel like what what it boils down to is this divide between people who are becoming more and more disconnected from themselves and more disconnected from nature and people who are becoming more connected with themselves and doing the emotional work and getting in touch with their soul. And I think what's happening is, especially with like the metaverse and stuff, um, in the way that camp's kind of heading towards, I think it's, I think what happens is when you become more disconnected, you become more sort of narcissistic and self-absorbed and you want to, and you want to kind of split away from you want to split away from nature it's like the difference from between the mother, from the yeah, mother you know it's the difference between like germ theory and terrain theory like germ theory 
sees everything as like bacteria and it's dirty and it'll you know contaminate you like it's the enemy. and it's like that's like, like you pulling away from from nature from mother earth whereas terrain theory states that like we're we're in a symbiotic nature with bacteria and it's part of us and that leads us closer to to mother earth so it's like this divide between like wanting to pull away and wanting to become more connected again yeah it's like seeing the world as everything is mechanistic i think that's that's because i've like kind of looking back in my old life as i was kind of like developing myself i could see my mechanistic tendencies you know like seeing seeing the world how it is you know like seeing the world as it's dead you know it's it's for me to kind of take from it um and I think there is like kind of a there is a huge consciousness in society. There's two different consciousnesses going on right now. At one where people are trying to create like a like are, are trying to create that greater connection to spirit, like seeing the world is alive and like fundamentally a part of us metaphysically and not separate from that process. And there's this other world where you know we're just a a random like piece of like sperm cell that's kind of like come from our father's um ball sack yeah. and uh, ended up where we're sitting right now. And you know we we're just here to. to you know, we only live once, you know, so take as much as you can, you know, fuck as, fuck as much birds as you can yeah. and um, um, get some cyber robots down you, down you. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm finding it like, I find it hard to relate to people that have that worldview now because I, I, I used to have that. And I remember when I, when the, the first time I broke that programming and I just laughed at how ridiculous it all seemed like. Like we could be made to believe how in like how insignificant we are in the universe, and and if you think that way, and, and if you look at ourselves, and you look at the size of the planet, and how many people are on the planet, you can easily think that. But if if you have a, a faith in a higher power and a creator, and you and you feel the love from the creator, it's like you you don't fall into that camp of like you're a speck of dust that's worthless and you have no meaning, and you just kind of floating aimlessly out in it in a very vast universe whereas if you have a faith in the creator it's like okay i have purpose i am loved i'm here for a reason and that's the kind of the difference between the two camps yeah and that's the whole like that's the whole parameters of like of the media like look at the world that we live up that we live in look at the world in which we grew up in it's all telling you that you're insignificant you know like like just crack on with your jobs carry on you know you're insignificant you're spinning on a ball through space you know like you know it's like you're not special there's nothing special about you you know like there's just keep cra- just keep getting on with your day, you know. Yeah. Um, but like when you when you do have the big like big metaphysical experiences, or you you know you go even if you just have to go in nature, you know, and connect to nature, you you feel it, you know, you feel the resonance of 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 how how we are special, you know, and how we are here for a reason. And um, we we are where the fundamental where they like we play a fundamental role in our own realities, you know. Definitely, thousand percent. I had a bit of like, I had a bit of like sort of wisdom come to us before because. I know this is like a weird place to get wisdom from, but my mom's recently, she had two cats and she's recently looking after my brother's cat. So now there's like four cats in the flat. And because there's more cats with like different personalities in the flat, it's like I, I appreciate the other cat's personality more. And because what I thought this is, is because there's more variety, it makes me appreciate the essence of the other things more. So like when you're in a dead environment and you're like in a in a room with white walls and stuff and it's, it's got, it's not got much soul so you can't appreciate much but when you're out in nature you can like appreciate the the differences and the textures of the trees and the differences for what the trees provide and the different the different bee like the different um insects and birds and 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 everything about nature it's like you start to appreciate more for its essence and i think that's why they say like variety is the spice of life really because 
because it's like when there's more variety you appreciate something's essence more and I think that's why they're kind of wanting to take us away from that that natural variety because it's I don't know like, I don't, I don't know, know where mean. I was going with that no, but yeah you that's what yeah. I've recently come into yeah like come it's on. like the mechanistic world versus like a yeah. one that's alive and you know the one that a world that's teaching you you know like all times not a not a not a, not a dead world you know definitely um what was gonna say again oh yeah i wanted to speak about the in in relationship to this i wanted to thought it'd be good to speak about the um like the role like the war that's i mean i don't know if that's the right word but i'm going to use it just for context but the war that's being raged on the feminine and the masculine in regards to this splitting Mm -hmm. because i think like i said before like as as humanity is on this split there is like a, a psychological war that's raged on you know trying to control that split you know um so from like from the masculine perspective, I'll like I quickly touch on that, and then maybe Laura can attack the more the like the feminine perspective of it, and we can also also add bits to it. But from a masculine perspective, I feel like there's been a, a war raged on the masculine, you know, in terms of like 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 harvesting the masculine energy, you know, like in terms of like we see like war plays a huge role in that. Um, I would say even like sport and culture plays a huge role in that, and I've been invo- heavily involved in that for years. Um, pornography plays into that culture a video game is playing into that culture and there's many other tentacles to that too as well but there is, seems like that there's been a like a, a psychological operation to kind of like subdue the masculine in a way that like the way the masculine doesn't have any more skills anymore where the masculine is scared to share his emotions even you know the masculine's scared to cry um you know the the masculine is um sh- sh- shown that even even to some even to some degree it, it the masculine is kind of portrayed in a way through culture to kind of that to object objectify sexuality in women you know and, and come out of harmony with like you know like for example um and like a lot of like teenage culture is like you know if you don't sleep with 15 girls you know you're like there's something wrong with you you know um so i think the, a lot of like kind of like true and like true like um fundamental like laws not, that's not the right word but like morale like like what's the word i'm looking for like true true levels of morality that was that's within us all is being stretched out so that we cannot no, we're not lo, not no longer connected to our own morality mm-hmm. so our morality's kind of being pulled all over the place so we don't know who we are you know we don't know how to operate anymore we don't know how to have conversations we don't know how even know how to have make love anymore you know we don't know how to we're like we've been like the masculine's been ripped out of us and we're obviously we're trying to like find our way back to that you know but in that process i believe that there has been a psychological operation that's been used of course we have our own um relationship and we also have our own like kind of spells that we've played in ourselves. but there has been a lot of like spells played on on the masculine to like to to rip that out so that the masculine can be uh, subdued in certain ways you know the masculine is not going to stand up to someone who wants to to put something in place or the masculine doesn't want to doesn't want to like take accountability for his own emotions and um you know learn skills learn trades build community and take control of their reality you know you're gonna you're gonna like because you've had that level of morality took out of you you know you're gonna be a weak masculine so you're gonna rely upon forces outside yourself to tell you how to live your life and show you how to live your life and give you the skills that you need to live life you know that's what i feel yeah i think it comes down to like the psychological operations that have been well in place for about 40 50 years Yuri Bezmenov does, did a talk on ideological subversion and it talks and it happens in stages and the first one of the first stages is demoralization and that's to kind of that's to get the the core culture to kind of 
step away from anything that has true meaning and value and ensure the things that are opposite to that to have to be inverted to like to say that they have value instead for instance say having a a a close-knit family unit where the kind of the the woman stays home and she looks after the children and she she provides the children with that, that sort of nurturing essence where what ideological subversion would be to say that well if you're not you're not using your potential as a woman if you don't go out and work and get send your children to school and this has been happening in stages for the throughout those years it's the same with like sort of pornography it's it's taken us away from that true feeling of really genuinely connecting with another human being and being in that energy with somebody to stare in dead-eyed at a screen watching two strangers have dead-eyed sex with each other and it's like it takes away anything that has real true value and it makes people kind of see that that's the that's the way and what happens is that people people don't know that this this realm of thinking leads to very destructive ends um and i think this is how the feminine essence has been swayed in such a way because especially with like the social justice movement and the feminism because women's brains are like wired to to look at things more holistically to see different elements that they're wired to kind of look after the community and see how different things affect different people and they're also wired to kind of share things out equally and i think this has been kind of taken advantage of through the the kind of the feminist movement and postmodernism because because it's 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 took that but it's took it into the into the world of babylon where it's like well okay now now if a if one black person doesn't work and as a ceo for this company if one if they don't have one woman on the board one black person one disabled person then it's not equal and it's it, this realm of thinking is inverted and it leads to a race towards the bottom because it's not based off a quality of opportunity it's based on a quality of outcome which is ridiculous because it's not hiring people basically on merit it's hiring people to meet a quota for how how many minorities you've got to have in a certain position but yeah that's what I think about that I think but I do like I am quite positive about this because I feel like a lot of people are kind of moving towards this doing this emotional work and getting more in touch with themselves and realizing like they don't have to be manipulated by by Facebook what the algorithms kind of feeding them and they can take charge of their emotions and and feel into this and, and start getting in touch with themselves again. So I can talk about how shitty things are and how we've been in how we've been manipulated in so many ways. But what I really feel is is positive about like where where we're heading as a collective. Yeah. It's like everything. No, it's like when, like, like every kind of. It seems what it seems like to me. It seems like like that i don't know what word you want to put in but if you want to use the word darkness like when that darkness is cast upon humanity it seems like it always causes like a reaction from you know like even if that even if the even if like the the initial idea or the initial plan was to kind of like invert human beings and take them away from spirit it seems like as you do that it kind of causes this reaction where like it actually moves you closer to spirit you know it's like in our life when you have like a challenge you know what initially that challenge is hard you know it might take you into your darkness you might have a bit of pain but eventually you like kind of come out of that place much stronger much better you know and it seems like that's on a on a level of like with the feminine and the masculine it seems like because we're being told who we are we're being told how we should operate and how we should act um through that lens of the feminine and the masculine it's actually causing us to find greater balance with it you know that's that's what I, that's what i feel you know definitely i think like the friction that's happening at the moment and the pressure that people are under is ultimately just leading to more people waking up because I think 
a lot of people are starting to wake up to the fact that like a pill isn't gonna save them from a shitty life like going to the doctor doesn't get any depressants isn't gonna isn't really gonna save them from you know the the rise in inflation the cost of gas the cost of electric the the income and food shortages and the things are sort of getting so out of control that a lot of people are starting to be like well okay how can i simplify my life and take charge of it and make myself more easy to serve definitely from a metaphysical perspective just to touch on that as well um what's your views on the metaphysical perspective and i would like Dolores Dolores Cannon i think has a beautiful way of summing that up but what's your views from the metaphysical perspective um like I, i think it's basically what i touched on at the start with like you know, people heading towards transhumanism and in the metaverse and things like that, and people heading towards like living more authentically. But I, I honestly, I can't see. I don't know if it's just because the reality I'm living in at the moment and the people I'm around. It just makes me feel positive that we are moving towards the reality of of more self sustainableness and living off grid and being more in touch with ourselves. So. I think it's like it's someone wrote in the comments about um the meek inheriting the earth and I, I really do see that happening i see i see a lot of people just waking up and kind of moving towards that way of life I'm not sure how you feel about yeah that. definitely well just to just to describe that like to um to describe that like uh, the essence of Dolor- dolores cannon said from a metaphysical perspective where she spoke about like the two kind of the earths that like are currently coinciding alongside each other and then obviously as the energies and the dynamic changes on the planet eventually that they'll like be be like a split of the two realities that are emerging like that reality that's kind of more like a, a mechanistic view you know one that's kind of like sub-reality to some degree and then this one that's more connected like more connected to spirit and uh, more holistic and obviously as them two worlds start emerging you know there's a split and uh, you have to choose between two worlds you know you kind of kind of no longer stay on the fence um but even like in in my own life like um, metaphysically as we've kind of like as me and laura in this period now i feel like to some degree that we're kind of like sitting on the fence still you know like we're still dancing in the matrix but we're also still kind of like um like got our tentacles and where we want to go and i know obviously people might say there's still there's still a role to be played in that place you know um and there's an argument for that but you know eventually does get to a point where you can work it's I think like what's happening like physically on the planet as well we're going to get forced in a way where you have to make that choice you know you have to make the leap between are you going to stay in this mechanistic world are you going to be in a world that's more like one with nature and um i was going to say like metaphysically in my own life i've kind of felt like like when i've when i when i tune into myself i can feel this kind of this limbo stage metaphysically where like i feel like i'm still kind of it's hard to explain like when but when i tune in i can feel like sitting in this sitting in this kind of like in this space in between these two worlds it's really hard it's really hard to describe i don't know if anyone else out there's felt that feeling but it does seem like there's this like there's something really bubbling like metaphysically on the planet between these two worlds right now that i can kind of feel and i can't fully explain it through language because it's more of a feeling but the only way i can describe it is like physically i feel like i'm getting forced right now that that you make this decision now where you where you the, the way you're going to be moving into or or it's like or you you're adopting you know in the other world you know yeah definitely. that's what i feel anyway yeah i find this like being back in the matrix and stuff i've been feeling really like noticing how it's affecting my like kind of the way i interact with people as well like with jobs i feel like every job that i've had has kind of worked as like a machine and i think that's the issue it's like i'm not i'm not a machine and these jobs kind of require machines 
So they're requiring humans to act more and more like machine-like. And I feel my frequency change so much when I'm at work. And I f- like it takes me a couple of days off to kind of get back into myself and feel more grounded inside myself. When I'm in that consciousness of of having to do things as quickly and as efficiently as possible, I feel quite flustered and I, don't, I just feel like so out of touch with myself and so out of touch with other people. And it's difficult to kind of get my frequency back. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm really looking forward to just getting, getting back to the land and kind of getting our frequency back to being human again. Yeah, definitely. And this is, this is gonna be funny because like literally the same Les has um, commented in the in the <laughs> comments. But this is a question. This is very linked because I read this because uh, I asked a few people if they wanted to put some questions in prior and Les asked the question she said I'm frequently encountering people existing in an energy of fear and lack uh, this, isn't, this isn't an energy level that I resonate with very often but it seems to me to be almost everywhere I've asked myself why am I encountering this and she, uh, Les has what, what energies are you both experiencing in these times um, well this is really interesting I know we've just slightly touched on this but I would say uh, for me I, I am like it, it, I do feel like I'm in this in-between st- st- stage, you know, like, I feel like I'm in this kind of, like, I'm in this, I feel like in my own self, like, I'm being called upon, like I said before, to like, I'm being called upon by spirit to really, like, to step forward into the into the person that I want to be, you know, and I'm, and I'm being challenged on that from all levels, you know, like, I remember, like, for example, just to, to, to give another example, like, where the current job that I'm working in, in the Matrix, it's like, having all the knowledge that I have and having like kind of in speaking the way that I speak now on the podcast I feel like I'm having all these all these things and all these experiences turn up in reality for me to step into the true human I am you know like for there's only for so so long on the journey that you can that you can kind of dumb yourself down or operate at a certain level and when I'm like in a working environment and I'm around certain people like I can feel the resistance within us like kind of like do I operate fully from like my high self and step forward and like speak in a way that is kind of strong like as a strong masculine and like maybe call people out on certain aspects what they're talking about and just speak my truth and completely honor that um, but at the same time I, i'm meeting that resistance within me now and i feel like on a collective level i feel like a lot of us are meeting that resistance now where we're kind of like in this limbo stage where we're kind of dancing between the human that we want to be but we're not really kind of embodying it so that's where i feel like energetically i feel like a lot of us are being called upon you know like by spirit to really like connect to ourselves fully you know and operate 100% from who we want to be you know and I think that's when we enter that space as a collective because I think it is starting to come you know where we're seeing more strong feminines like more for more strong females coming forward more strong men coming forward um I think we're going to see a really interesting shift in like in the next five six seven years on the planet as more people embody that you know fully definitely because I've I've felt that definitely in my job like I can't like I haven't been able to be like a hundred percent honest and be a hundred percent authentic because obviously if I said I'm here for three months and I'm fucking off to Portugal <laughs> to live on live on some land I would never have got hired anywhere. <laughs> so it's like trying to find this because I want to be like a hundred percent honest and truthful in every situation, but like if I was a hundred percent honest and truthful I wouldn't get I wouldn't get a job. So it's like it's having to to trying to be as authentic as I can but be strategic in how I kind of share information about myself and that's kind of been difficult in this is a little bit off topic but it's <laughs> a therapy session now <laughs> this is a little bit off topic but like it's been kind of difficult in like wanting to connect with people because I haven't been able to really share 100% of my truth in those environments 
Yeah, definitely. Just read a few comments as well, just in relationship to what we're talking about before. We're going to go back and go through them all as well. But uh, Michael said, people are operating out of their lower chakras and they are uh, seated on a toxic chemicals, fluoride, aluminium and face deer. Yeah, well, that's the interesting thing. Like, um, you know, it, it, like as a humanity, as kind of the humanity splitting, you can see like if you if you just observe reality right now, you can see the people who are in fear. You can see the people that we are operating. Um, the people who are operating from sin as well a lot of the time and i'm not saying we're all perfect in this we've all we're all like operating from lower parts of ourselves we're all like healing too but what i'm just seeing is is that like like the really fallen people in society are the ones who you know they have the poor diets you know they're not moving the body they're not doing get, they haven't got the foundations in place you know to allow spirit to come in um that's what that's what i feel anyway you know so like you take care of that you know like you take care of the foundations of yourself and that's you know, you haven't got the foundations in place. How do you expect spirit to come in, you know? I think the first step to doing that is really just creating practices where you can, like, start to open yourself up to your emotions because when you're living in that unconscious, emotionally reactive state, you're just going to reach for those toxic things to kind of mask the emotions that you you need to be processing and feeling and energy that needs to be shifted in your body. So, yeah, just, like, I think a lot of people, it's just not... A lot of people don't have practices for themselves where they even sit with themselves or sit with their own thoughts or emotions like i can't remember the quote but it was just like a lot of humanity's issues stem from man not just being able to sit in a quiet room by yourself and being left alone with his own thoughts and i think that's so true like the majority of people just aren't used to being with their own thoughts the one they're desperately trying to escape themselves definitely um sean said as you said before we only see one percent of the light spectrum or you could say we are 99 percent blind yeah, for sure. I think that, well, that's, we, we've said this a few times, but when you do, as, as you do evolve yourself, you know, you do get greater sight, you know, and, and obviously I think through that greater sight, you know, that, that, that greater metaphysical foresight, if you want to use that word, you know, it kind of, it makes the other world harder to kind of hold you down, you know, and kind of control you in a certain way, you know, like mm-hmm. I said this on the last podcast when I spoke about like how kind of people are willing to put a price on their level of morality or kind of like sell out in a certain way. But if you have a high level of morality and you connect connected to source, you know, you're not going to sell out for, for nothing, you know, because you're going to operate always from truth, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's like when, um, it's even like when, like, you know, in the, the biblical story of Jesus Christ, when he was on the, on, the, on the cross and he was put to his own death, you know, even though that people were operating in a certain way around him, he couldn't control how people were operating towards him in terms of fear, anger and stuff like that. And uh, being like obviously hurtful to him. But he could control his inner workings, you know. You know, he could remain in a place of love, and um, it obviously takes a real strong soul to do that. You know, I think um, you can find that with the dynamic of the matrix right now. You know, like how I said before, how people around you can be operating in a certain way, or it might not be cool to talk about spirituality or meditate or stand in your power. Um, but you know, the true power is is doing so. You know, like because I think when you do step through that window and you experience it more and more, you feel how eventually like reality starts coming to coming to you in a different way you know like you no longer kind of have to have to deal with the same people that you don't want to deal with or the same environment you know or the same shitty job for example you embody a new human and then what happens is reality starts like invoking through your senses you know and you start operating through the world like um like communicating with the world in a complete different way you know that's what i that's Definitely. what i feel like i've done and i think like when you have like everybody always has free will even if someone's got a gun to your head you still have free will to how you choose to proceed it's like people can restrict you and, and try and push you in certain ways, but you, you can still have your free will to kind of choose that. And I think that's what you're kind of touching on where like 
when you when you come from that place and you live with integrity you hold yourself in different ways and the universe interacts with you differently and we i was watching Owen benjamin's live stream the other night and he showed a video of a um there was a group of cows surrounding a, a goose it was surrounding a goose and the the cows were like charging up to the goose and like w- like going to ram it but the goose just stood its ground and like kind of you know puffed up its chest and kind of held its ground and the cows weren't like the cows couldn't do anything they weren't ramming it they were just like kind of trying to frighten it but the goose just stood its ground and, and acted like it knew itself because it didn't know itself and that because of that the the cows didn't end up hitting the goose so I think that's a really good example of how like when you hold yourself with integrity it's like the the things that think they have power over you don't they can't interact with you the way they want to because you know yourself and you know who you are yeah, I think as well, just to quickly add, just that's thought, that random thought I had in my head, and I was just reading a few comments that might have triggered it. I can't remember who it was now, but just kind of triggered this thought in my mind. But I was like kind of thinking if you if you want to do see, if you do want to see kind of like a, uh, uh, what's the word, like a map of kind of like the way the world's trying to go to now, like the film Hunger Games is a very like, is a is kind of a, um, seems like it's a map towards that, you know, like where you have like a, a feminine, like a defeminized humanity where people have no skills and stuff like that and they're all like worshiping like people outside of themselves expecting like someone else to do things for them then you have kind of like a world of like holistic people who are like in nature and stuff and i think if you, if anyone's seen hunger games you can see how that kind of like psychologically is being played out on the planet i think a lot of people like are dependent on that on that feeling of like of being like dependent on somebody else because it feels safer it's like if like farm animals it's like yeah you're, you're gonna be yeah, feeding goats and you're gonna milk them, but if you open up the gate, they'll they'll choose to kind of stay. Or like, you know, animals like animals tend to kind of choose to stay in captivity because of the the ease and the convenience of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of like a lot of humans are that way. It's like because of the convenience of Babylon, a lot of humans kind of choose to stay because they don't want that discomfort of the unknown and what what might happen. Well, it's like just that comment there that plays into this comment here that I've, that I've highlighted there. It says where Harry says um. Uh, seems seems to be that there's he says what what are the triggers for breaking free of social conditioning traumas question mark seems to be so many levels of conditioning to very integrate well it is i think it's like we first of all to like to break free from their matrix from that matrix you have to break free from your own matrix you know um and it's obviously a journey to that you know like we're still kind of like figuring that out to some degree you know like um and i think what you have to do is, is you have to like feel feel as much as you can you know because i think that's the key to this reality because what I find is that, like, the world's very intellectually stimulating. Like, once you're intellectually kind of intellectualizing everything, you know, like the world's program like that in school, they, they, they don't they don't like teach you how to breathe. They don't teach you how to value your emotions, your feelings, things like that. So they're already trying to stimulate only one part of your brain. You know, they're only trying to stimulate one part of your hemisphere. Yeah. So. Is, yeah. We've all, like all of us watching now and listening now, the reason why we, who we are right now is because we've been stimulating the other part of our hemisphere more, you know, like we've been feeling more, feeling the world. Um, So that's what I feel like, that's what you have to start doing. You have to start feeling the world a lot more. And I'm not saying, don't never intellectualize something because I think there's an importance to both of the hemispheres, but just start feeling more, you know. Um, And I think the more that you, you, you kind of like, honor that level of feeling and honor your intuition more in your life it's like it gets it just it's like a muscle just develops and gets stronger and stronger and you and it helps you operate through reality a lot more smoother you know definitely and i think as you start healing the traumas in yourself you start seeing how the collective traumas how our collective consciousness creates certain systems within society 
And once you start healing certain traumas within yourself, you're more conscious and you have the aperture to kind of see the faults within society as a whole and where our collective shadows are. So I definitely think they do in the emotional work is is so important to kind of breaking down the matrix. Yeah, there's a few comments as well, like people talking about like um, what we've seen before about like how um, someone said about log burners going up. I can't remember who said that. Um, someone said about like our oh, long log burners uh, are getting banned, um, and people talking about gas prices and electricity and stuff like that. Sounds like an episode of EastEnders, this doesn't it? <laughs> Them bloody gas prices, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but um, but it is true. Like from a physical perspective, you know, like we are getting to see them tentacles of civilization where we're getting, you know, we're getting like forced in one direction or another. I really do believe that. It's just mm-hmm. kind of a, you know. I feel like, um, like for example, the even for example, just to give a really physical, physical example, even the, the the land that we purchased, it's already doubled in price already, you know, in in just two months, which is insane. So um, we can see where the world's going, you know. It's like you just got to kind of make the right moves at the right time, um, and also, you know, basically just follow your intuition. That's what I would say. Yeah, get so out the metaverse and get in, and buy real tangible assets because yeah, definitely. land's always going to have value. Hundred percent. Um, I'll quickly read this question my dad's in the comments my dad said um, what's your views on the Akashic Records so this changes up a little bit it's interesting because my dad were having a little bit of a conversation about that the other day as well yeah. which is funny um, so my view on my, my view just to mix it up a little bit as we always do um, is uh, with the Akashic Records I kind of like I've changed my understanding on this a lot lately because and that's just because as I've been developing my own soul I've been able to like feel different parameters like metaphysically with inside my own self and um, I know it's kind of I've spoke about this a few times but what I feel as as I've as I've kept it more simple and and I'm like operating through reality like through my senses and feeling more and like operating from like what do I feel from my reality now not what someone else is kind of telling us what do I feel from my soul I've started to understand that like we we kind of like overcome and I'm not saying the Akashic records aren't real with this I'm just trying to describe like what I feel like what I feel truly the Akashic records is and I feel like the Akashic records is something that is inherently another probably deeply connected in another name for our soul like we all 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 of us have that kind of that um we have the ability to 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 retain and access all information as we move more into our own center you know like because i think sometimes when we speak about the akashic records it's kind of like outside of ourselves. it's like kind of like something that's like or something that's over here you, you don't really kind of like you don't operate you don't kind of feel like you don't operate in a way where you feel like you fully have access to that it feels like it's when i get to here i'll have access to that over here kind of thing i'll go to that place but what i feel like that we can do is that you know all information um is accessible as we develop our level of soul and the more that you develop your level of soul you have access to all anyway as you move closer to the universe or move closer to god whatever word you want language you want to put on it as you move through the own spheres with inside yourself you get access to 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 information um that's that's kind of not something that's like outside of yourself you know that's all I wanted to say on that anyway. Definitely. I think I heard um, AJ speak about this as well on a on a video saying that there was a group of spirits that were interested in keeping records of like, of, you know, things that happened in, on soul and the collective, in the collective consciousness. 
But as souls progressed and realized that they could tap into that through their own soul condition, the progression of their own soul through the through moving up the spheres, they realized that they didn't really need to keep those records. But um, I think there is. I think you said there was still some spirits doing that. But that's. I don't really. I don't really have like a lot to say on the Akashic records, to be honest. It's not something I've looked too deeply into. I've looked a lot in it. Like I say, I just think it's. I think a lot of the time we we can over overcomplicate like the nature of reality to some degree. You know, like if you yeah. get in touch with your own soul, you'll start feeling the feeling the nature of reality. You yeah. know. Yeah, I think a lot. Of, like I've seen this a lot in the spiritual community, where it's like the Palladians are in charge of this, and the Arcturians are doing this, and this star system and this star system and it's just like it just I don't know it doesn't really resonate with me it's listen just... the way the way, I, the way i feel it and see it is like you know i i i believe that there is there's 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 multiple different species or like whatever this place is whatever this reality is i know we can only see what's in our reality now but i believe that i wouldn't be surprised if there's there's multiple species like in you know all different in many different realities that things that i can't even con- contemplate you know like it's hard to describe it through language, but there's many different realities going on with many different species and all having their own individual soul, you know, with all working on their emotions, all technologically moving in certain directions and um, developing certain aspects of themselves. But I feel like, you know, the, what I've come into truth of is that the true nature of reality is, is that to, to gain true true advancement is all, it's, it's an inward job, you know, it's like, you don't like you don't need like a Palladian or you don't need a, a spirit to tell you anything. You know you you have the ability to to transcend within your own self, and um, you know operate in that way to access reality, nature of reality, a different way. I felt like because um, a lot of the time, it's only over like being the last two years as I've been like like understanding how we're how emotionally is the how the emotions are the key to the key to the to ascension. How the key how emotions are the key to kind of. Um, accessing bigger secrets in the metaphysical as i felt before that i was kind of aimlessly moving through reality like in a way where i didn't really kind of know what was going on to some degree you know but now i've stepped into the truth of like you start working on a few emotions and you feel the shifts you know you feel the changes and you feel how that's the key like developing your soul and then um, working on yourself is the key to to get them secrets you know definitely i think because before like when we go through the spiritual journey it's like you you learn about like ascended masters and stuff and i feel like it kind of teaches us to externalize our power and make us feel like we're insignificant because because you know we don't know if we've had past lives here before and some some souls have apparently had thousands of lifetimes and they remember those yeah. and they've come down as an ascended master and i think that's a very disempowering way to way to think i'm not dissing anybody who believes that because i i used to really strongly believe that but for me now it's like what i'm really getting in in touch with is getting in tune with myself and what emotions i'm feeling and kind of praying to god and crying and trying to build up my relationship with the with the creator with the father the mother and just kind of getting more in touch with that and i feel like when you do that you're less susceptible to be swayed by some spiritual teachers or gurus or people who claim to be ascended masters and who've had thousands of lifetimes because they just don't they just don't ooze of that that i don't know they just don't ooze of it you yeah know what like i, I mean? say we've all got that we've all, i know what you mean we've all got that detector with inside of ourselves we can feel when someone's full of shit you know when someone's full of crap also like i, I would kind of like see like with a lot of spiritual teachers as well as like i feel like a lot of certain spiritual teachers who have big audiences they don't let you in enough you know and the reason why they're not letting you in enough is because they want to kind of like 
they want to operate at a certain level where you feel like they're all high and mighty, you know, like if they don't want to expose themselves emotionally to certain chinks that they have in their armor, you know, uh, because you obviously psychologically know that you're putting them on a pedestal, you know, like if, like imagine like if a, a spiritual guru, like, I don't know, I'm not going to mention any names, but a certain spiritual guru, for example, says, you know, I have a, I have a sexual wound, you know, I know that I'm feeling into, or I have a, a wound, an addiction to this, like, they're not going to do that, you know, like, mm-hmm. listen, like, if you, if you, if you're only, when you're watching content, you know, feeling the people who are letting you in, you know, they're telling you, like, you know, they're telling you their vulnerabilities, you know, they're letting you into their soul, so to, to show that, you know, that we're all on a journey, and we're all the same, we're not different, but obviously a lot of teachers don't do that, you know, they kind of, they hide, and they hide, they don't want that exposure of certain parts of the soul, because, you know, fundamentally, this is, this is something that I've had to work on quite a bit, but, you know, we all like to, believe that we're enlightened you know we all like to believe that we're ascended to some to certain degree but some of the tr- some of the deeper truths i've had to work in is like i felt in my own soul and i've been like whoa like like there's more work to be done here you know like i'm not as like advanced as i thought i was you know like you get humbled by it, you know and um i think the more that you get humbled by the work that comes up you know it it provides like a you know like it provides a relatability for people around you you know because truly you know we're all like no no matter how like advanced you think you are or not you know we're, we're all working on different things you know and we can all aid each other in that in that process you know definitely i feel like a lot of spiritual teachers like <laughs> like sad good like they just don't speak like they're they're talking to you as if you're you're the you're their brother or sister they speak to you like you know nothing and they know everything and I've seen quite a few spiritual teachers that are quite popular do that. And I also think there's some like quite narcissistic tendencies where like when someone questions them and they go, well, you're just not not as advanced as me or you, you want to go to another teacher because you can't handle my teachings. You're not advanced enough to handle my teachings. And I think that's really narcissistic. So I think the teachings that really resonate for me, I can't speak for you, but I know, I know you feel the same as the divine truth teachings. I just feel like, the way AJ and Mary handle themselves is just like, we're your brothers and sisters. We're just presenting information. Like, you know, we're still working on our souls. We've still got wounds. And I just I just really resonate with their message. Sure, there's so many comments. I'm just trying to like, uh, uh, trying to find one. I don't know if you can see one as I'm scrolling down. Okay, is there? Someone said, funny question. Are you ticklish? <laughs> it depends where. <laughs> wouldn't you like to know where <laughs> someone said um can i read this comment yeah, the on. last pillar says pineal gland is related to creativity in the biological sciences the mind is divinity the mind is creator just it makes me um, remember an experience i had when i was i was meditating and i know they say that the pine cone is it's got the, the pineal gland is like a pine cone but it's got like little little like um, it's similar to an eye in the way it's designed biologically and I had an experience once when I was meditating where I felt like I was seeing the inside of my inside where the pineal sits inside my head and I was like l- looking out from the pineal and seeing like the the tissues and and everything that was surrounding it and I just don't know if anyone's had a similar experience like being able to like not seeing the great metaphysical realms but being able to like literally see physically inside of your own head just wonder if anyone resonates or has had a similar experience i've had two mad experiences i've had an experience where um i've i've like i've seen the pine cone with inside me and like you know like in my mind's eye in the third eye i've seen the pine cone 
you know, and that's how that's how like ancient teach ancient teachers of the past, you know, that's how they understood, you know, like that's how they have this knowledge. That's why the Vatican's got pine cones everywhere, like uh, megalithic structures around the world have got embedded within the pine cone. Uh, but the, with the pine cone at the heart of it is because you know they 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 understood the metaphysical nature of the pine cone, you know. Um, but I had an experience to go like to 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 put it out there a little bit deeper. Um, I remember I was like playing with because you can play with like metaphysically you can play with little tests. Um, but I had an experience once where I felt like I was really tapped in, and um, I like I covered my eyes, um, and like I could literally see. I was like, out. my eyes were in darkness. Like I was covering my complete eyes and I was in darkness and I felt like I was just, I was seeing and I didn't believe it. I was like, I remember like moving my hands from my face and going like, like, am I seeing, have I got my hands open here or something? But I fully had my hands over me, like actually over my eyes and I wasn't seeing and I could like literally see from my third eye, which was insane, you know? So like, (laughs) it's like, you know, Obviously, we I know that we have that potential as you evolve your soul. I know that we can do so much stuff. That's why you know healing is possible, um, psychic ability is possible. Like reading energy in a different way and interacting with reality and operating with the non-material world. You know, it's all there for us. You know, to to, to access. And I, I know that now. You know, mm-hmm, definitely. I think I've had that experience as well. But I was like, I was really high at the time. This was a few years ago, and I just don't know if it was just me kind of just laying there, dazed with my eyes open, and just being like, "My, oh, my eyes are closed." Yeah, definitely. But I, I definitely feel like I, I definitely feel like I have had that experience a few times. What you, what you're speaking of? Yeah, Michael said the only time I felt enlightened was when my Kundalini awakened. Would love to get back to that stage, but it's really hard to get everything perfect for the chrism to rise. Yeah, I've tried loads of different experiences with that. You know, like I've also tr- like had experiences where like. Um, if anyone doesn't know out there, like be the the kind of like where the, the the sacred fluids that reside within the human body, you know, like obviously through like sexual master through sexual interactions and through masturbation, obviously that fluid can like you can obviously deplete the levels of that fluid within your body. You know, that's why like a lot of ancient cultures talked about how it was important to have the body in a state of wetness. Um, you know, you can do your own research on that, but there is like kind of like a cycle in nature of the human body you know like how we can like release fluids in certain ways and we can like um like for example you can um do certain things with like the, the human vessel is a tool for ascension you know like things like fasting like not depletion of the sacred oils within the body um what's another one there's many more there's many more to that too but they can obviously aid in in the process of like of ha- helping you have more spiritual experiences you know like through your own moon cycles within you uh, astrologically because uh, astrology is definitely the key to this you know like it's definitely the key to like harmonize and just like for example like as you go more warm with nature you know you harmonize growing your crops astrologically you know like megalith ancient cultures of the past like set up their megalithic structures in a way in harmony with astrologically so the human body is also a, a representation of that too as well you know like the human body can sync up should be syncing up astrologically too as well but we've kind of we've lost that balance you know we've like the harmony's gone away a bit but um as you kind of like move more towards that uh, no it makes sense as you kind of come in continuity astrologically with like move in tune with the spheres you know like there's a line that says move in tune with the spheres and i wrote that myself just <laughs> <laughs> saying that as if everyone knows it <laughs> yeah i wrote that rap myself as i move in tune with the spheres i watch my demons disappear my real gifts appear the future is here my vision is clear ascension is near we got nothing to fear <laughs> that's one of my little rap lines i wrote but as you move in tune with the spheres the demons disappear <laughs> I've got all saying there. Got to be um, Brian says, 
what are they called? The Divine Truth. Um, the channel's called Divine Truth. So if you just type in Divine Truth on YouTube, you'll you'll find them. Um, he also says tips for broke young people going into the future. Do you wanna do you wanna tackle that one? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, because you've I wanna answer. Yeah, you've you've kind of strategically planned things and have kind of flowed into them, so you might give a better response to that. Yeah. I'd say I can give two answers to this and I'll try and do my best because I'm trying to be conscious. It's like one of them where I need to take time because I know like, for example, obviously like asking that question, it's obviously something that's of great importance to you right now, you know, so I want to kind of like be careful in how I kind of like word that, you know, but what I would say like from a practical level and I can only speak from what I've did, but I would say like start um, moving your life physically in a direction that that makes you more easy to serve. I think that's the most practical tip I can give you is to start like moving your life in a way where you're easy to serve, like financially. Um, this can go for all areas of life and go for how you eat your food, how you move your body, because this all it all plays in, right? You know, because for example, if you're spending like thirty pound on a gym membership, you know, you could be going to the park and moving in the park. Um, you know, if you're like. You know, if you're living in a house, you could move into a van. You know, like it, it just depends like what your what your level of like life you want to unfold, what's your vision for your life. But I would just say make yourself easy to serve physically and that will help. But from a metaphysical level, I would just take it back down to intuition, you know, like start like putting yourself in places where people like promote you promote you to promote your consciousness, you know, like move yourself away from friends who like who are and I'm not saying friends are bad. I'm not saying that at all, because we've all been like we've all been like in them places from time to time to time, you know, we've all been fallen. But what I'm seeing is that right now in your reality, right now, you know, put yourself in a position, right, remove yourself from toxic situations, you know, like get yourself in a place that that promotes your energy, you know, because if you if you're waking up in a way with a purpose every single morning, you know, you're naturally um, and you're allowing your intuition to be fully clean and move in a direction that you that your soul's calling upon, you know, things are going to start turning up for you that you didn't expect, you know, it's just it's just the way it is. So I would say like. Phys practically physically again you know simplify your life and, f and metaphysically you know like make your make your make your energy clean that's what i would say yeah and, I, I, and, I and loads care. will loads will bear from come bear from that um someone another question as well i just remind remember i had in my phone but someone asked us about uh, lucid dreaming experiences and astral projection i thought this would be cool to dive into yeah do you want to go first um it's mad because i've been having I've I've been journaling for about four or five years now and I've been writing down my dreams consistently, pretty consistently. And when I first started getting into lucid dreaming, I would start to like make things levitate in my dream. And at first, when five, four or five years ago, when I was first got into this, I started to make things levitate, but it was very chaotic. I would smash things off the wall. I would beat people up in my dream. I would like smash them off the wall. I would like try to control it but I couldn't and then as my dreams have been every time I lose a dream I start to make things levitate but now I'm invoking it in my dream it's like I'm I, I can do it naturally because I've been get, getting like training in my dreams of how to do it in uh, in one of my dreams recently I went lucid and I started practicing like invoking the it's like the intention but it also comes with the feeling it's like in my dream I'm like I'm practicing marrying the intention with the feeling so things like flow better in in the last lucid dream I had um I realized it was a dream and this bus like this bus flew off a cliff 
and I didn't panic or anything. I just said, this is a dream. And I just started, like I picked the bus up and just levitated it back onto the land. And I think, I don't know, I think this has kind of been training for me to kind of, to be be more connected and, and be more aligned with my, with my energy in my intentions and my emotions. But um, that's the lucid dreaming experiences I've been having. I've also had other mad experiences, but I think I've spoke about them before, but I'll not go into them. But I did have an astral projection experience once that I have spoke about, but it wasn't intentional. It was just me kind of, I was taken out of my body and I floated out my body down the, out the window, down the driveway. And there was like three or four little greys standing at the end of the driveway. But at the time I didn't, I had no concept that greys would be so tiny. They were about three foot, four foot tall. And it wasn't until like a year or two later where I saw a documentary about them where they were like literally saying that they were like, they were really small. So that was kind of validating for me about like being actually being out of body in that experience. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, I've had a lot of them. Lucid dreaming is one for me that really fascinates me. Um, I've spoke about them a few times, but it might be worth going over because people might not have heard them. Um, but I always remember like the first, one of the first ever lucid dreams I ever had was, it still kind of sticks in my mind as like, like what was going on there, you know? Like, and I know that there's, and I know I've come to like truth now that, that dreams are definitely kind of, uh, as like, as Carl Jung says and many other minds too as well, like how dreams are kind of, a uh, is, is obviously your subconscious playing out in there, you know, for you to kind of learn deeper truths about yourself and work on yourself emotionally and evolve your soul, 100%. But there has been a few dreams that I've had where, like, I feel like it's hard to explain. I mean, it might be it might be of that, you know, there might be elements to that of that world, but it also feels like at times where I've had a lucid dream where I feel like I've, you know, I have popped into a reality, you know, I've popped into a world, you know, that's like from a... From like a um, what's the word from a from a like a feeling perspective is similar to how I'm operating now in this world right now how I can see and feel my hands you know, mm-hmm. um so like what is that place you know like I'm still undecided on it you know um is it the spirit realm a lot of people believe that that these places are the spirit realm you know because the spirit realm looks in many shapes and forms you know the spirit realm like the spirit realm isn't just like because it's this kind of like connotation and I had this in the past where I, I kind of like practically thought that the spirit realm that when we leave these meat suits is like a place it's it's all it's just the same you know like it's just kind of like a maybe it's just like a place like this you know but however it seems like there's levels to the spirit realm you know depending on your level of soul like where what condition you're at you know like and what i mean by that is like the vision like from a a senses perspective and also from like a um like visual perspective in terms of the brightness of that reality is goes all the way from the the different like the spectrum of darkness to, to, to more brighter to more lighter to more realer you know it probably is the only way i can describe it this is like when sometimes when you kind of take psychedelics and you go to that place where it's very like stimulating and very colorful and very bright um like very high energy low vibe very clean you know and all different realities can affect you, you know like even the like for example you you go into I mean, I challenge you to do this, you know, like go into nature, feel what that feels like on your soul and then go into a pub, you know, and feel the feel the vibrational level, you know. So I f- believe that like re- reality, I mean, the physical plane is like this to some degree as well. You know, we can live in these realities simultaneously between where we are right now. Um, you know, you can be in a place that's a lower frequency and a higher frequency. So I, f- I believe that spirit realm is also like that too as well. You know, as you develop your soul, it, uh, it makes you gravitate to that reality where through your current level of condition. 
Um, but anyway, I, I believe that one of the dreams that I had, that was a bit of a long run, 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 run winded round, but one of the lucid dreams that I had is I felt like uh, I kind of just stumbled into this beach, like a random beach, like in a fut futuristic city. That's the only way I can describe it. And uh, I'm not going to like speak too much about the dream, but I can remember when like, I can remember like running around on the beach and asking people like, what's the nature of reality? And like people were just looking at us like I was crazy, you know? And obviously that would be the same encounter right now. If you were to run down the street now and you'd be like running up to random people and being like, what's the nature of reality? And shaking them, they'd be like, this this guy's a crazy man. You know what I mean? Lock, Get him a white coat, lock him up. And um, that's what I was doing. And basically what happened was, is like in the corner of my eye, I seen this guy uh, in the dream and he was like kind of, I, I just got the sense that he knew I was dreaming. So I kind of thought, like, he's the man to start asking questions to, you know. So I, anyway, I went up to this guy um, and I started, like, asking him loads of different questions. And there was an instance in the dream where he kind of, like, started giving off the vibe and the energy. Like, he wasn't allowed to tell us anything and he shouldn't tell us anything. And, and I was like, I just kept persisting. And then what happened is the dream kind of muted him and I could no longer hear him. And then I kept going and going and then the dream was interesting made my I looked down and I remember my eye was bleeding and it made me eye bleed which was interesting as well so I don't know what's going on there you know it seems like sometimes that we can stumble into things that are that are very unknown I think I do believe that still there's so much mystery in this place that there's like fragments that we we, we don't even know what's going on you know I, I really do believe that um I've had I've had loads of like mad lucid dreams like that. I've had lucid dreams where I've, I felt like I've been sitting in front of a committee before, like committee of people where like beans are like asking us questions. Like I've had one in Mexican, but I could like understand what they were saying, and I was speaking Mexican. It's it's just it goes so deep, you know. Yeah. Like I've had I've had so many, but that's the ones that's coming to the top of my mind right now. I remember I had a, not long ago I had a dream where I was speaking French. And I was just like, where in my subconscious mind is like, do I know French? Um, sure, is there a couple more then? Yeah, I, we, I still want to dive a few more. Um, You've got more energy than me. Someone said, a bit off topic, but what diet do you think is the best to advance spiritually? Really interesting. That's a good question. There was another good question I wanted to read before as well. I don't know where it's gone. Um, but anyway... Um, uh, I'd say everyone's different. That's what I'd say. I'd say um, that's what I've that's what I've discovered. Um, but I've definitely over the last few years, I've definitely developed my diet in a way that's more tailored towards ascension. Um, and what I mean by that is 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 a, is a diet that's in tune with my body, because I believe that like loads. And I don't even like the word diet, but um, I just you know I just simplify it and I just eat food that I feel that feels good for me you know if it doesn't feel good for me energetically I'd get it out there and I discard it you know and I, and I think we should always run multiple tests through that lens because I feel like we're living in a world now where there's so much like psychological um stigma around like you eat this diet you do this you should be doing this you should be doing this but I think you should like move towards um eating foods that nourish the body you know that like move towards more of that you know feeling how does this feel on my body how do I feel when I eat it um, and I think that's the key to, to to like to using food to ascend you know Definitely. not not like what someone else tells you or what what someone else says that this 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 will do this for your body you know you die, be the scientist of your own body digest it feel what it feels like on your senses and then go from there yeah. discard what doesn't run tests on yourself do a little fast for a time to time you know do like a, a two-day fast and then add foods in take foods out you know try what if, what what feels right for you because none of us are doing that you know a lot of us are just eating 
through um through the lens of numbing things out because food's a big one of numbing out emotions you know we're just we're just eating when we're bored you know we're eating when we want to fill the void we're eating when we want to cover up an emotion but food is a huge one you know to like to 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 ascending to emotional like that's why people have done fasts for such a long time because you know fasts as you as you st- stop in stop in the the sensual intake of taking in food you know it opens you up metaphysically for things to come out you know definitely i also think there's like a there's a lot of like toxicity in the spirituality community like saying like oh you need to be vegan to be spiritual and i don't think that's true i think that our ancestors were pretty connected to to nature and they still eat meat and i think veganism is quite a quite a new diet so i think eating like nutrient dense meats and meats that have been I don't, I'm like I'm probably a hypocrite because I don't eat meat at the moment but this is the way my mind's kind of working I'm like I'm seeing how like nature devours and consumes itself so it might be out of reality to not out of touch with reality to not kind of take part in that process but I think there is like there is some kind of um what's the word kind of like narciss not narcissistic but like emotionally manipulative uh, people in the spirituality community that kind of gaslight you and make you feel like inadequate for maybe having animal products in your diet but yeah it's just it's just basically just feeling what's right for your own body and if you feel fantastic on it on a plant-based vegan diet then great but if you like don't let an ideology keep you out of touch with your own you know your own own body and your senses I think it's a big one. Obviously, like Laura's just opened a can of worms there, but um, <laughs> with the vegan conversation, but it's a it's a really big one, you know. Like, and I've kind of changed my opinion on this so many times, and I've as I'm developing myself, I'm feeling into emotional blocks through that lens, because I think so many times we're like, what I find is that the emotional blocks prevent us from that higher knowledge. That's what I really feel, um, and this is like a something that I've been completely dancing with, you know, like physically and metaphysically within me oneself, you know, like. A, I've like tried, I've not ate meat and then I've ate meat and I've seen what it feels like in my body, you know, and I'm really trying to tune in. Um, but it's, I think it's an, an everlasting journey for me. Like right now, like I'm still, I'm still testing, testing it, you know, like, um, you know, metaphysically, I feel like I'm having all the big experiences. I'm can feel the shifts. I can feel the changes. What I'm, I can, I'm aware what I'm tapping into. Um, and I think it's, 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 it's not about like, like for example like god is not gonna like kind of god's not gonna judge you judge you on on um on like judge god's not gonna judge you on kind of it's hard to explain this like i'm I'm losing my words here but i don't even know what i'm trying to say i don't know if you can feel what i'm trying to say laura but like what i'm what i'm trying to say it's like god loves like someone who's willing to try like Mm -hmm. try different stuff you know it's like Hard, it's really hard to explain i don't even know what i'm trying to see with that but what i'm trying to see it's a journey you know to to to, to uncover and unravel like the, the deeper truths you know yeah. and, like you can make mistakes and you can move back and you can it's work just, on your emotions yeah. like fi- constantly finding your edge at all times you know it's like that it's like the word humility it's like being able to to kind of to not be fixed in your not beliefs. be fixed but kind of be humble and just kind of chop and change and see what feels right and I no. think like that's so much, so much better way to be than to be like ideologically possessed by veganism. Or... Yeah, and I also think as well like we need to be really careful about the dynamic of like pointing fingers at people as well. Like because what I find is that 
this is what I find is I find a lot of people are kind of like saying that one it's one way or the other you know but at the same time they're not they haven't got a direct relationship with that like they've got their only direct relationship to that is is going to the supermarket that's not a direct relationship you know you're not growing your food you haven't got the animal at hand and you're not taking care of that animal you're not feeding it so for me one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is having that direct relationship with nature fully because I, I haven't got that relationship right now I'm still reliant upon the supermarket you know but as I develop that direct relationship you know I'll come back and I might change you know I, I might and I'll be able to emotionally really face that head on and be able to see how I feel you know yeah. that's that's what I'm really looking forward to you know I'm really looking forward to like facing that emotionally and see what comes up <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny one <laughs> yes people say I can see you can you hear us okay as well cool Someone said, please, can you uh, ask the spirit guides if Sunland finally go up this season? Not even the spirits can answer that one. <laughs> I promise you that. The spirits can work miracles and God can work miracles, but it's going to take seven gods to, to make that one happen. <laughs> I ought to tell you that answer. Oh, I'm really, can you see any questions or not? Um, it was a really good one. I just kind of... What's the longest you fasted for? Yeah, the longest I've fasted for um, is f- three days. That's the longest I've done. I do want to do a longer one. I've done quite a few three-day ones. I think for me it was the 48-hour one we did. Yeah, that was brutal, that one. Yeah, it was a technology fast and also like a, just a water fast. But because I couldn't distract myself or we couldn't distract ourselves with technology and using phones and distracting ourselves in that way it brought up a lot more a lot more emotions that needed to be worked through and it was like the this the first morning or the, i can't remember if it was it was one of the mornings i woke up i don't know 40 hours or two, two mornings anyway i woke up and i was like having heart palpitations and i was having like anxiety dreams all all the night and it was like really like healing deep deep emotions that were stored in me physiologically so it was intense. I don't think I. I would like to do another one soon, but I just need to get emotionally prepared for it again because it. It was intense. I wouldn't like to do something like that when I'm working a matrix job because I think it would be a bit a bit much. But I was speaking to a woman at work who said she did a seven day fast, and she was going into work while she while she was doing it. So I think she must be a, a enlightened soul to be able to do that because there's literally no way I would ever do that or put myself through that. But I think, did you say Tim Sheaf? How long did Tim Sheaf do? Uh, 32 days, I think. 32 days, yeah. Um, you got to be badass to do do it for that long. But yeah, have you ever done a fast, Kai? Be interesting to see if uh, how long other people in the comments have went on a fast as well. Yeah, I think it's like, I think it's like anything. It's like um, obviously being, it's key to be gentle on yourself, you know, through that process. Because I think a lot of things are going to come up, you know. It's also like through any form of detox, you know, like you, you're changing the frequency of your body, you know. And if your body has things that needs to come up, it's going to purge, you know. It's going to come out. That's what I, that's what I find. Um, I think as well you can, things can come up and purge out. For example, like um, when we visited like pineal, for example, you know, we can see the dynamic of like the transition of how pineals live and like, you know, how they're really kind of like living that living connected you know like someone can't just go directly from babylon to being connected you know because people are going to systems are going to be all over and they're going to they're going to be sick they're going to puke up things are going to be purging out of the body 
but it's like anything you know it's like why we have to we have to be delicate on ourselves you know because things are coming out like toxins are coming out of our bodies but also metaphysically blocks are being removed uh, things are coming out out of us you know because we've like we fell far you know we have fell far you know there's mm-hmm. a lot to there's a lot to come, come come out you know someone was saying before about the kundalini as well um i wanted to slightly touch on that a little bit because um the kundalini's experience is something that i've that i that for me still kind of have a lot of questions about about like things that were going on and like trying to unravel it but the kundalini is interesting to me because i remember having like the experiences for like a good solid one year and a half where the energy was really intense through my body and i was feeling like the the waves of energy going throughout my system you know and i felt at times like there was a lot of through that process of the kundalini it was bringing a lot of stuff up but at the same time i feel like it was tuning us up to some degree like it was tuning up me physically physical body um but that's a really interesting one there's a lot of research by a lot of like gurus and people like ancient uh scriptures of the past talking about like the kundalini rising in the body and um if i don't know if anyone's looked at the um the pyramid in chichen itza the mayan pyramid where it has the nine steps going up the stairs and it obviously has the serpent at the bottom of the stairs called quetzalcoatl um but you know that that really highlights that 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 the the kundalini energy you know which is really interesting so like it I, I, I'm, I'm surprised like these concepts aren't talked about in school you know like no one has no contextual understanding about what a kundalini awakening is you know like however like a lot of people have have it you know a lot of people are having surges of energy throughout the body you know there's a there's a lot there's a lot 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 to this place that we we don't even touch on you know mm. um someone said as well minerals will not break the fast um it's interesting like there's a great great quote as well it says that any fool can any fool can fast but it takes a wise man to break a fast and i think that's what a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to fasting um you know it's 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 most more even more important to how do you break that fast you know like you don't just have steak steak egg and beans you know what i mean (laughs) You, you 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 approach fast like you approach feasting in a very like delicate and very um very intelligent way you know definitely you don't just bang in a uh, bang in some bacon and egg people have died doing that wrong you know people have actually like died doing mm. doing that wrong which is mad mad should we do one more yeah um which one someone said um michael's just said there yeah i put himalayan salt and distilled water to give it some uh memory normal table salt contains fluoride though yeah definitely well it's interesting because like a lot of the time like we have a um we have like a really good filtration system and um a lot of the time like the filtration system that we got doesn't pull a lot of the natural minerals but um a lot of filtration systems actually pull away like the natural minerals from the water like when you um when you filter it so that's why it's sometimes really good add some like uh natural sea salt a pink himalayan sea salt because um a lot of the sea actual real sea salts have like i think it's about 180 different trace trace minerals in them so you can actually by just putting a bit salt in your water you can actually add them minerals back into the water you know which is really interesting so be aware of that like if you filter in your water um and if it's stripping that water completely bare of the good and the bad you know make sure that you're adding a couple of them minerals back in you know because you've got to remember like we're kind of trying to we're trying to replicate the process of nature in a filter you know are you trying to like you know that we're still removed from the from the process of like truly what goes on you know you've got to recognize when when water comes like through 
comes out the earth you know it's like being crystallized it's being like it's moved through the earth underneath the earth for like hundreds of thousands if not millions of years you know and it's gone through like a a, a pure process of like of the truest nature but obviously we're trying to replicate that through like using a little filter you know yeah. you're not going to replicate that same process good point um shall we leave it there yeah really really cool again everyone by the way like thank you everyone for for jumping in and adding feedback because it's there's always really good feedback and we really do appreciate it and there seems like there's just so many people like we can see in the comments there's so many so many people out there it gives us a lot of hope you know there's like a lot yeah. of people who are really kind of like are tapping in you know and um it just makes it kind of like it makes it makes our like it makes it a bit more seeing for us doesn't it you know oh definitely just knowing that there's other people who are on the same frequency and in like just being around like just being in the comment section with people like who you know who vibe who get it it's just it makes all the difference yeah definitely last pillar last question said how do you send a personal message for the lord's <laughs> sake <laughs> just um just there's there's a links underneath in the comments to this if you want to send a personal message just to the website just type in a send podcast website or dm us on instagram or dm laura or whatever you want to do you know there's there's multiple ways it um or even through the send it send it right now in through the ether and i'll i'll tune in yeah <laughs> give us a second i'm not doing that <laughs> I'm what do you ask you to do, like? Oh, I'm definitely not doing that. I can't, I can't say that. I definitely can't say that. So we'll leave that one as a secret anyway. <laughs> that was a little joke, by the way. But anyway, um, there's links under this description anyway if you want to contact us. Um, big love and have a great one wherever you are in the world. See you later. Have a good night. We love you all. I don't know how to get out of here. How do we get out of this reality? We're stuck in the metaverse. Yeah, we've, we've put it on a different screen and now we don't know how to get out. So we might not be going here. We might be staying. Hang on. Suspect. We're stuck in the metaverse. What is literally going on? This is this it's is. A, I think the laptop's well, just like froze, isn't I it? I think the laptop's melting down. I think the spirits are overcloaking the laptop. This is the moment where we're, we're trying to like now be unconscious. We want to like go <laughs> and just have like, go, and have, un- go and have un- go and have unconscious <laughs> sex. <laughs> <laughs> if they can't hear us, let's just start just being truthful. Fuck yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> start throwing shit. <laughs> We want to get the peanut butter out and masturbate. <laughs> well, you can do that. I'm not. Couple girls, couple stories, and a couple shrooms. Couple girls, couple stories, and a couple shrooms. 